0: And good day. this is Pastor Mark with Touch of God. Welcome along to this week's program. Father, we thank you right now in the name of your son, Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for allowing us to speak on these airwaves and through the internet today and to bring the truth to your creation by way of your Holy Spirit, speaking through me and teaching those who are listening to me today by your Holy Spirit. And we thank you today, Lord, that you are doing a work in everyone's life to the extent that people allow you to do a work in everyone's life. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts, for wooing us to you, for coming to seek and save that which is lost. Lord, we were once lost, but now we are found only because of your mercy and your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Colossians chapter three, verse five. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, So when you are dealing with anything like sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry, those things are on the list there in verse five. If you turn away from those things and you turn to Jesus and say, Jesus, I don't want to do these things anymore. Help me through these temptations. Help me through the other side. Let me put this to death. What is earthly in me? Lord, so that I may be seeking you and seeking all things that are above in heavenly places, keeping my mind focused on things that are above, according to Colossians 3, verse 2, not things that are on the earth. So, Lord, we thank you today for helping us through all temptations by your mercy and your grace. Your strength is amazing. Your grace is amazing. And, Lord, we just thank you for helping make us and allow us to understand That if we put our trust in you, you can deliver us from all problems that we are going through in life. If we would just trust in you, Lord, because we know that you want to co-labor with us. You want to be side by side with us. You are in us. We are in you. And we want to be with you. And we want, Lord, to invite you along in our life so that we may die to ourselves and live for you. So that you may live through us so that your creation may see you in us and that we may speak your truth to them. In Jesus' name. So that was verse five. We are needing to put to death what is earthly in us. And the Bible also tells us that we are supposed to check ourselves, to test ourselves. While God knows everything about us, we are supposed to not wait for God to fix us. We are the ones responsible for renewing our mind Romans chapter 12, verse 2, to the word of God, so that we may know the truth, so that we may not be conformed to this world any longer. It is not an automatic switch that when you give your life to Christ and you receive him as your Savior and your Lord, that everything is completely new in your head, in your mind, in your heart. Remember, God gives you a new spirit, but he doesn't give you a new mind in the way you think you then have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ at the regeneration of your spirit at the moment you give your life to Jesus, but you need to read the word of God so that your mind becomes renewed to that mind of Christ that you now have. So when you read the word, believe it's true, accept it that it's true, and walk in the truth of who God says you are now that you are born again, you are a new creation And you have to put on the new self and take off the old self. But it's not automatic. You have to do that. But if you seek the Lord and have God work with you and be your Lord, that means the Lord over everything, not just certain things, but everything. God wants your entire heart, not just a certain part of your heart that you are willing to give up to him. And that's a big point. So. God, in his infinite mercy and grace, is ready by his Holy Spirit to comfort you, to help you grow into all truth, into Christ, so that you will act more like Jesus, his son, every day. Verse 6, on account of these, and what are these? Well, the list of things that I read out, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. So verse 6 says, on account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked when you were living in them. So none of us doubt that we were walking in one or more of those things on the list when we were not born again. And if we are still walking in them, we need to get right with God immediately and repent of our sins and ask the Lord for forgiveness of our sins. And he is According to 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins to the Lord, he is faithful to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So we once walked in those things and we were living in them. Verse 8, but now you must put them all away. So again, God's not the one forcing you to do anything. The spirit that lives in you now is the spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit together with your spirit as one with the Lord. So you're inclined to do the things that God would want to do because his spirit is in you and you are created in his image. Your new spirit is created in the image, the effigy, the likeness of the Lord. So you have control over whether you put these things away or not. You have a free will that God never violates. So it's your choice. But God hopes that you choose him and not the devil and the ways of the world, especially after you have been born again. With a nature of the Lord, a character of the Lord, growing into Christ, growing up into Jesus, that is most likely to want to do holy and blameless things, upright things, and far less likely to do anything evil. Because evil is not in God's nature, and God's Spirit is now living in you, and this is why, again, it's so important to renew your mind, because the Spirit's new, but your mind, again, we have to renew our minds to the Word of God, because when we haven't read the Word about a particular topic, then our understanding of that topic is based on the world, based on what we've experienced, based on our assumption, based on our understanding. And Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 says that we're not supposed to lean on our own understanding, but we're supposed to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. And he shall direct our paths if we acknowledge him in verse 6. So we must put all these things away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. That's according to verse 8. So we have the ability to do these things, and it is far easier to do them born again than when we were not born again. And verse 9, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self, now, the old self is the, the self that you were before you became born again. You're supposed to put off your old self now that you're brand new. And what do you mean brand new? We read out 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 over the last several weeks. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So, if we are supposed to put off the old self in verse 9 of Colossians 3, then. We must understand it is perfectly possible to do it because we no longer exist as our old self. The old self has passed away. The new has come. Our new self has come and God has given us new life, new everlasting life by way of a brand new regenerated spirit. But we still have to make sure that we put off the old self because the enemy will still bring up memories of our past regrets foolish things we did sins we committed and those types of things and god is wanting to tell you today to not focus on the past but to focus on this hour with him collaborating with him every hour of the day do not look into the future either now is the time with the lord now you're living now you're not living a month from now you're living in the second that you're breathing so focus on the second that you're breathing focus on this hour Focus on this time you have with the Lord because the more time we spend on the past or the future, then the now is sacrificed as a result. And we don't live in the now in that situation. The now is somewhat wasted, a wasted opportunity for what you could be doing with the Lord, co-laboring with him. So do not lie to one another, verse 9, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices And have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. How interesting here the word renewed gets just brought in. And renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Well, the image of its creator is the Word of God. The Word made flesh is Jesus. Jesus is the creator. Jesus created all things. They were created for him and by him. So as you read Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it talks about not being conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind. So therefore, the word of God and what we've been talking about, the importance of reading the scriptures, believing they are true, and realizing who you now are in Christ, your identity, because your new self is being renewed in knowledge. The knowledge is the word of God. The knowledge is who you now understand you to be, how things are to be, are based on the Bible, the truth in situations around you. And as you seek the Lord, he will reveal more truth to you. As you seek his word, he will reveal the truth from his word by his Holy Spirit. But it's important that you understand to continue to put off the old self. Do not let it rise up like a phoenix from the ashes, When your old self tries to stick its ugly head up out of the sand, in other words, maybe you're faced with a temptation that you have and you were committing this sin before you got born again and now you're a new creation and you cannot believe that you even have the temptation. Well, I tell you, now that you're born again and there's nothing to worry about, but just be aware that the enemy has a target on all creation because the devil hates anything created in the image of God, and that includes you and me. When we are renewed in our minds, then we know what is good and what's not. We know the difference between good and evil, and we know that the knowledge of God, our minds being renewed, is being renewed after the image of God. And we know the difference. We know what's going on around us, and the Holy Spirit reveals all truth. The Holy Spirit will also reveal to you by conviction anything that you shouldn't be doing that's an opportunity to realize that it's not God condemning you, it's God saying, you really shouldn't be doing that. Ask for my forgiveness and just ask the Lord for forgiveness and immediately he will cleanse you of all unrighteousness according to chapter 1 of First John verse 9. So as we move on in verse 11, here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, Slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Christ is all and in all. Such easy words to say out loud with our mouth, but boy, we really need to spend some time reading those just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words. But Christ is all and in all at the end of verse 11 of Colossians 3. Remember, God gave everything unto the feet of Jesus. He subjected everything unto the feet of Jesus. Christ is in all good things. He's in all things that hold together. All things hold together in Christ. But remember, Jesus is above all principalities and powers, and he's seated in heavenly places next to the Father, and you're in him, you're in Christ, and he is in you. The Godhead bodily is in you. The deity of God is in you. And we just thank the Lord today for such magnificent blessings, undeserved blessings to be able to be a son or daughter of the most high God and to be cherished by him, to be loved by him, despite all of the sin and all the things we've committed in life. Blaspheming his name, blaming God for things, and God in his infinite mercy, with his big heart, he heard everything that we had alleged against him. He saw everything we did against him in sin, but yet he still sent Jesus to die for us. He still allowed us to be completely washed away of all sins by the blood of his son, his son who knew no sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and gave us the opportunity to receive Jesus into our hearts, to believe in Jesus' name and to be reconciled back to God, body, soul and spirit most importantly spirit, but God wants everything reconciled. He wants you born again, which is the spirit. He wants you delivered from any oppression, that's the mind and the soul, and any misunderstandings. You know, reconciliation of the mind is also the need to renew your mind to the truth. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 again. It's reconciliation of your thinking. Remember, when you hear in circles around you, people say, well, you know, God is mysterious and His ways are not our ways and His thoughts are not our thoughts, that the next time you hear that, think about the fact that if you're reading the Word of God and you're understanding who God is and you're understanding His ways, you now have a mind of Christ, you've been born again, you're a new creation, you put off the old self, you put on the new self, Well. You're starting to think like God thinks because you know his character, you know his ways. You remember his spirit that he put in you is created in his image. So why would we then believe that his ways are not our ways when we are created in his image and we're thinking along the lines of what he would think? We would do what he would do. We just go about and do good, healing all who are oppressed of the devil for God is with us. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. And God doesn't need to, he's already told us in the word. Jesus told his disciples to go into all the world. We only need to be told one time what to do. We shouldn't have to pray and seek the Lord every day. Lord, where do you want me to go today? Should I pray for this person? Should I raise the dead over here? We just go about and we do good because we know what's right. We put what's wrong right. We put what is going on evil in this world, we turn it to good by the power of the Holy Spirit, demonstrating the resurrection power of Jesus in front of people who don't otherwise know the Lord. And we set people free by the name of Jesus. God sets them free from all bondage, all sin, if they receive him, believe in his name. Chapter 3 of Colossians, verse 12. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, Compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. So put on these things. We have a choice to put on these things every day, and so it's important that, remember, God does not automatically switch these things on in us. We have to decide in our minds, in our hearts, that we will do our best to do these things, to be these things. Because remember, it should be relatively simple for you to make that decision because the Spirit of the Lord is already in you. You are growing day by day in the Lord. You understand His love more and more, you understand His character and nature. And a son would want to be directed by the father. So you are a son. You're a daughter of God. You're going to want to make your heavenly father happy. You're going to want to please him. But also, you just want to do the right thing. And that is called righteousness. Right standing with God, but God wants to do the right thing. And so when you're in right standing with him, you're already doing the right thing on the earth. So remember, put on then as God's chosen ones. Put on these things, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Verse 14, and above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. So above all the things, above being holy and beloved, having a compassionate heart, having kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, forgiving one another, above all those things, put on love. Why? Because it binds everything together in perfect harmony. So if you have love towards someone or a situation and you want to do the right thing, where you are expressing your love to a friend or a stranger about the Lord or just being loving to them in a loving way, you will find that you're automatically being compassionate in your heart. You're already exerting kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, those things that are in the list above in verse 12. So if you just think about loving your neighbor as yourself and loving the Lord thy God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength, that is why all the law and the prophets hang from those those two great commandments of the Lord Jesus. If you put on love, everything else gets resolved. Perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts out everything that's evil. Sometimes you have to put a stern word and tell the spirit of death to be gone, or a spirit of cancer, or spirit of anxiety, just tell it to go. But other occasions, you just have to just love And just be focused on the Lord Jesus, because when you realize who you are in Christ, you don't have to tell the devil to get behind you. When you know who you are, there's no reason to tell anybody else, any of the demonic kingdom what to do, because they should step aside and they will step aside when you exert love, when you exert who you are as a son of God, you are a king. And Jesus is a king of kings and lord of lords. So that means that you are a king that Jesus is king of. You are a lord that Jesus is lord of because Jesus is the lord of lords and the king of kings. You are a king and a lord. You're a royal priesthood. Remember to study out these truths, beloved brothers and sisters, every week and just meditate on the scriptures day and night. The word is so full of richness and depth a depth beyond our human comprehension. And the Holy Spirit is trying to get us to spend more time with the Lord every day, walking with the Lord wherever you go, whether you go to the shop, whether you're in your car, whether you're on foot, whether you're going to a neighbor's house, whether you're just sitting at home. God is there with you and he wants to commune with you. He wants you to make him Lord over every situation in your life and just love on him. Imagine he's physically there next to you. Imagine what you would say to a friend who's sitting next to you and you're chatting away with them. Do not get legalistic with the Lord. Treat the Lord as you would a friend that's physically sitting next to you. Okay? And just trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Don't try and figure that out. But in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs chapter 3, 5 and 6. So this is Pastor Mark Whelan at touchofgodradio.org. Email address for prayer requests and anything you'd like to ask us. It's touchofgodradio at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for Touch of God Radio. In the meantime, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this precious soul that's listening right now on the radio or on the internet. We just thank you for their lives. We thank you for creating them. We thank you, Lord, that they do have a purpose. You have a purpose in their life, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for the calling on their life, which is to grow up into you, but in the meantime to take you with them everywhere they go and love on you and love on others. We thank you, Lord, that as they express their love to others, they will lay hands on them so that they are healed. They will tell them about you. And, Lord, you will come and seek and save them which are lost. And we thank you, Lord, today that as they love on them, any anxiety, worry, depression, whatever is going on, that this precious soul that's listening right now is going to have the understanding of who they are in you to the point where they can tell this person about you and be set free by your name, and then they will become born again and then they will be able to be led by you and to get delivered from all sickness or poverty or disease or depression all addictions because lord whom the sun sets free is free indeed and you lord jesus are the one who sets them free and we bless your holy name today lord i thank you i speak your life healing and wholeness over their bodies right now in jesus name the person who's listening everyone who's listening be healed be whole by the stripes of Jesus. Now, be healed. Cancer, go. Eyesight problems, be gone. Stomach problems, be gone. Digestive system, be healed. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you all have a blessed week. God bless you.